Amen. Amen. My, my Pastor Kathy's took my Bible in her hand. It's, annoying. it's like really anointed now, you know. I feel privileged. Um, it's, that's awesome. Praise God. Did I lose a piece of paper? Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That was just a place mark. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Privileged to be here this morning. Amen. It's just uh, awesome, you know. And uh, everything that the Lord has said already, you know, and I'm just uh, over, the, over, over the past couple of weeks, you know, I'm just here, you know, kind of just, he's given me the same thing. If you've been here, you're going to hear it again. Amen. What you've heard this morning already, uh, you're going to hear again also. Because God, God is, you know, saying it, and he's saying it, and he's saying it until we get it. Amen? And um, the, if you get anything today, the message of the day is that God really, really loves you. Amen? That's the message. Amen? Now, I know, if I, if that, that would be one that you would remember all your life, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, that's not the end, okay? But it is a message, okay? I remember years and years ago when um, I, was, I was in a church and we had a guy that uh, came around and, he, you know, he was known for having a, a prophetic ministry. And... Uh, you know, at the, you know, at certain times they would call different people up and they'd pray for them and um, to give them words and different directions from the Lord. And this guy, you know, I, I was called up and I felt, you know, you know, you feel nervous, you know, when you're going before the prophet and he's going to pray for you and uh, reveal the Lord, you know, what the Lord has for you. And um, and so I I was there and he, he laid on and 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 he said. All I get is that God really, really loves you. That was his message. You know, and that stuck with me, you know, I was probably, you know, in my 20s at that time. And that has stuck with me. We're going to talk about how old I am today. But it stuck with me for many years, okay? Many, many years it has stuck with me. It's always remembered that. And, and the, you know, that's why, you know, I want you to remember, you know, today is that God really, really loves you. Amen. Now, now, this was the time of the Feast of, of Trumpets, okay, or Rosh Hashanah. And, uh, the, and this was a time in Israel uh, where um, it was a time where they would um, contemplate their relationship with God. It was a time to reflect and concentrate of how their heart was, how their relationship was with God. And that's what this, this time of trumpets, this Feast of Trumpets, it's a time when we are to, you know, think about and reflect on our relationship with God. Pastors all the time. He's talking about what? Relationship 
relationship, relationship, you know, whether it's a relationship, you know, relationship with God, relationship with one another, it's, you know, relationship is, is, you know, this is what this is about, is a time of thinking about your relationship with God. Now, when um, God created man, well, way back in Genesis, okay, God created man, and it talks about how, you know, he, he would come in the cool of the day and he would communicate and talk and just fellowship and just spend time you know maybe maybe some days they didn't talk maybe they just hung out together you know there was a relationship that they had in the garden of eden that you know that you know unfortunately was lost you know but you know that relationship that they had and uh, you know as i was thinking about you know we um as a parent, you know, the, uh, we always desire a relationship with our children. And I'm thinking about, you know, how God's heart must have just broke that day when he came to walk with them in the garden. I'm sorry, I'll try not to be too emotional about this, okay? Because we're talking about my kids, okay? Um, but um, how his heart must have broke that day in the garden when he came they were not there waiting for him they were not there ready to communicate with him but they had hidden and they said we were afraid and we hid and how his heart as a as the father must have broken and it, you know he, he was God he knew everything he knew that they would come but the words were spoken and your words have power. And as those words came out of their mouth, you know, he knew that at, from that day forward, their relationship would never be the same. And how I desire a relationship with my kids, how every parent desires a relationship with their kids, but and how, how it hurts so much that day when it comes, you know, and they say, hanging out with you is not cool anymore. I, I don't want I don't want to go to those places. I don't want to do those things anymore. Because it's not cool. I want to do the other things. And you know, and the relationship changes. It changes. And so we were um, you know, we were created to have that relationship with God. And this is what his desire is for us. His desire in our heart is that we will desire to get back. You know, we're, you know yes, we're, we've got the divide with this human flesh. We've got this divide that comes before. We're not walking in the spiritual realms, you know, where, you know, we're, we're always face to face with him like they were in the Garden of Eden. But yet, he desires for us to get back to that relationship with him. Amen. Um, I, I, I listen to his song sometimes. It's sung by an artist called Cat Stevens. You know, I always go back to the you know, 60s, 70s, you know, type thing. But he, he, he sang a song that talked about the relationship of a parent with their child. It's called, you know, Cat, The Cat's in the Cradle. And it talks about how, you know, you know the parent, the the child is growing up, and he's like, can we play ball? 
can we do this? Can we hang out? Can we do this? And the father's like, you know, I'm, uh, I've got bills to pay. I've got things to do. I've got, you know, repairs on the house, the, you know, cars to maintain, and I've got all these things to do, you know. But, and, and so I can't do that right now. And the son's like, that's okay, you know. I love you, Dad. And then um, as the child goes up, he goes off to college, and then he comes home. And the dad says, wow, I'm so proud of you, son. You know, let's hang out and do something. And the son says, well, what I'd really like, dad, is to borrow the car keys. And that relationship, you know, the time has passed. And, um, and we need to realize that, um, you know, the enemy comes it tells us in John, the 10th chapter, it says that the enemy comes to rob and to kill and destroy. This is what the, th- the thief comes in, and he tries to rob us and tries to steal our, all these different things, all these blessings that the Lord has for us. He tries to steal those things. And it reminds me of a, of a story um, that, that I heard. It says, um, says this this thief, this robber, came into a house and he's and he's in there, he breaks in and he's and he's like going, you know, starting to look around and see what there is that he can that he can take. And it, he's he starts looking around and all of a sudden he hears this voice and it says, Jesus is watching you. And he's like Well, this must be my imagination, you know. So he, he he sloughs it off, and then he, he like looks around a little more, gets back to where he is, and then all of a sudden he hears the voice again. Jesus is watching you. And he's like, i got to find where this voice is coming from. And so he looks around, and he finds this bird in a cage. And the bird says, Jesus is watching you. And he says, oh, well, it's, it's the bird, you know. And he says, oh, well, what's your name? And he says, my name is Moses. Okay, well, that's a weird name for a bird. Who would call a bird Moses? And the bird says, the same person who would call a Rottweiler Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, you know, so many times, we, we, Jesus is always part of our life. We need to understand that Jesus is there, but, you know, it's the robber that comes to steal. It's the thief that comes to steal. We so often, we switch the roles, and we think that Jesus is there to, to harm us, to, to judge us, to, to uh, you know, just waiting to whack us with a stick, you know. It says in Psalms, the, 30, the 37th chapter, in the... Um, Psalm 37, 23 and 24, it says, For the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in its way. And it says, when he falls, he kicks him, and he keeps him down, and he tells him, I knew you were going to fail. It doesn't say that? No. It says, though he fall, he will not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him. 
with his hand. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. You know, Jesus is there. He wants what's good for us. He's there. You know, that, that, in that story, that Rottweiler, he was there to protect the goods of the house, the goods of the owner. He was there to, to watch over the house, you know, and, and make sure that nothing bad happened. And this is the Jesus I want to present to you today is the Jesus that's watching out for you, the one that loves you and cares for you and wants good for you. He wants to bless you. He's the one that joys over you with love. He's the one that comes before you and he, and he uh, wants to see you succeed. He's not up there trying to just wait for you to, to, to fail so that he can judge you and he can punish you and he can, you know, all these things. That's not who he is. He is, he's always there, but he's, but he's there to try to encourage you, to try to, uh, to, to give you the, you know, the, the push that you need, need to comfort you when you need comforting. This is the Jesus that we want, that we need to understand is that, is is there in our life we so often confuse this thing and think that you know god is just watching out to, to for us to fail just waiting for us to fail no you know when when uh you know when the, when the you know john talked about how the you know he went to the uh to the ball game with his with his children you know he said they had changed it and nobody loses you know but still if the child, if your child gets a home run, what do you do? You, I mean, you, yeah, yeah, you scream, you rejoice over these things. And even if it's a, a single and they get on base, you know, it, it doesn't matter what it is. You rejoice over these things. You know, you are happy when you're, when you see those things that your children are doing, you know, and God is rejoicing over you. He is not, he is not upset with you. He is not mad when you, you do these things. And when you fail and when you fall, he's not there kicking you and saying, you loser. You, you know, I knew you couldn't do it. He's there picking you up saying, you know, don't let it bother you. We'll get them next time, you know. We'll, we, you, you don't have to you know, feel bad about it, you know, because, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, we'll work on this. We'll get in the backyard and we'll play toss. We'll, you know, we'll do something to, you know, strengthen the areas that you are weak so that next time you will be the overcomer that you, that I have created you to be. He has created us to be an overcomer. This is what we are. We are the children of God and we are overcomers. He says that we have overcome the world, you know. And we need to understand that this is where, this is our, this, this is our destiny. We don't, you know, the enemy, the enemy is a liar. liar. Amen. You know, um, Kathy talked about uh, last week at the end of the service, she talks about, you know, it's, God does not condemn us. If you're feeling condemned about something today, that's not coming from God. That's not coming from him. 
We talk, we are, uh, he convicts us of things. He shows us things. And then he works with us on those things to help us to get to strengthen, to get strong and to become the people that he wants us to be. He always wants us to be the overcomers. Amen. And he does not, uh, he does not condemn us for anything. Um, you know, this is, uh, I, I want to just point, uh, this, this is, you know, we were in the, the, the Feast of Trumpets, amen? And I just want to say, this is the, the appointed time. I mean, I know that you've heard this in the past about it being the appointed time, the appointed time, but this is the appointed time for today this is the appointed time okay don't i mean you can't you know that yeah was yesterday was the appointed time for yesterday okay you can't go back and get that appointed time okay this is the appointed time for today okay so just because you've heard it said before that that was the appointed time okay this is still this is the appointed time for today and you are children of God and God as a children of God you have been set free from the bondages of sin you have been set free from the bondages of, of anger you have been set free from the bondages of addiction you have been set free from the bondages of bitterness. You have been set free. Whatever it is that, that, that we personally are going through, you can put your word in there, okay? What it is that you've been set free from, okay? Um, I just named a couple, you know, there that, um, that, that came to my mind, but there's all kinds of things that we are in that we stay in bondage to because the enemy wants to keep us, you know, down. He wants to. He wants to keep us down when we fall. He wants to tell us that we're unworthy. That we're all these things. But God says you're a child of God, and this is the appointed time that you will be set free from those things. This is the appointed time when you can make a relationship with God. When you can examine your heart. When you can look at your uh, your your. Uh, the things when it, when he says in you know Psalm 139 where it says examine my heart know my ways you know know my ways that, you know if there's any wicked way in me don't hide it don't show it don't leave me in that place in the Garden of Eden where I'm, I'm I was afraid to come out because I was naked you know but you know Take me, Lord, clothe me with your righteousness that I might stand before you. Amen. This is a time when we are when we need to restore relationship with God. Amen. We need to restore the relationship with God. And God is saying, this is the appointed time. Okay. It says Draw near to me when I am near. He says, come to me. I am near to you today to offer you something that wasn't available yesterday. Yesterday wasn't the appointed time. Today, God is saying, today is the appointed time to, to move into a new realm of relationship with me. This is what I desire for you. I created you for a relationship with me. I created man for a relationship with me. That was what I desired, was a relationship with, with, with mankind. 
it was uh, it was robbed the enemy came in and robbed and killed and destroyed and took it away but you know this is the appointed time where we take back the ground that the enemy has taken we need to take back those things we don't have to live under the curse that came upon the earth when it comes to our relationship with God God is saying the heavens are open today the heavens are open today. Come to me. Do not hold on to all those old failures, all those things, all those old things. You say, you know, well, you know, I was hurt. I've got the right to be angry. I've got the right to be bitter. And I've got the right. Well, you know what? Today, you've got the right to get rid of those things. Today, you've got the right to rid those things of yourself. God says, lay them at the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't pick them back up. Leave them there. Okay, whatever it is, go from this place today with a new, with a new step, you know, with a new bounce in your step. You know, that, you know, I, 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 I think it's a shame. You know, I, I think about it sometimes, you know, you think about the kids that skips, you know, down the, down the, the road, you know, and everything, you know. I, I grew up. I forgot how to skip. I, I I've tried it a couple times. I trip. I fall. I, I can't skip anymore. You know. But God, 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 still, He wants to give us a new, a new step. You know, a new thing. You know that we just, you know, that we'll, um, that we'll be able to walk. With a lightness, you know, the, the, the burdens of the world have been lifted off us, the burdens of the past, all those things that you've done in the past that you feel, that you feel, you know, guilty about, that you feel like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Well, what God says, wipe them away. They're gone, okay? Put them in the, in the sea of forgetfulness because that's where he puts them, is in the sea of forgetfulness. And don't let the enemy bring them back up to you. Okay, as of today, they are gone. They're in the past. You know what you, the thing, you know, uh, uh, Lion King, you know, is it Rufaki uh, that he goes, I don't think I said that name right. But anyways, uh, he, he, he goes over and he bops him on the head, you know, and he says, you know, well, it's, what, what difference does it make? It's in the past. It's something new. Go forward. Forget about it. So what? You got bopped in the head, okay? Well, don't let it affect what you're going to do today. You know, we need, to, we need to put the past behind us and not live with the guilt and the shame and all these things that the enemy tries to bring up and make us and keep us in bondage to. We need to put those things in the past where they are, where they belong. You cannot change it, you know? There is not a time machine out there that puts us back that makes us to where we can change the things of the past. But what we do have is our Lord Jesus Christ who forgives and will and will put you and will and will search your heart and will and will see whatever's in there and will and will convict you and bring those things to surface so that you don't have to live with them anymore and you can confess your sins and you can go forward in forgiveness you can sense the relationship with God 
You can, the purity, the innocence. This is the thing about our kids when we, we try to protect them so much. But there comes a day when that innocence is taken away from them. We try to prolong it as long as we can. And we try not to have them suffer the same thing that we have suffered in our life, you know. But yet, it always happens, amen. But God is saying he wants to restore your innocence, okay? He wants to bring you back to a relationship with him that he desires to have. We are a child of God, and he loves us. This was the message. This is what it's for us, is that God loves you. I'm not, there's not a one of you in here that is exempt from that statement. I don't care about your past. I don't care what your name is, what what you do for work. I don't care. There's nothing that separates you from what God has for you today. The only thing that can separate it from you is you. Okay? You need to accept what God wants to give you today. God says this is the appointed time. Give him all those things from your past. Do not hang on to them for another moment longer, but give them to God and walk out of here a free person, a free man, a free woman, able to skip down the aisle before the Lord again. (laughs) Because this is what God desires for you today. He wants you to know that you serve a good and loving God who desires good things for you. Amen? So So just join with me in prayer today, okay? Give it to God, okay? Lord Jesus, whatever the situation is, in each person's life, Lord God, whether they're in this um, auditorium, Lord, whether they're listening listening online, Lord God, you know their heart, you know their situations, Lord God, and I just ask, Lord, that today you will give them the courage to release those things to you, all those things that are in the past that have kept them in bondage, Lord God, that have uh, that have kept them down and and beaten up, Lord God, discouraged, Lord God. I just ask that you will release them from those today, Lord. God. God, that you will, Lord, that you will take their burden upon you and that they will walk with you in freedom, Lord, and in joy from this day forward, Lord God, that they will rejoice in you and that your relationship with each one of us, Lord God, will be restored today, Lord God, that we will go forth with a new understanding, a new relationship, Lord God, and a new freedom, Lord Jesus, to live for you and become all that you want us to be, Lord God. Let us be the overcomers that you have created us to be. We thank you, Lord God. I just thank you for today, Lord Jesus, and the message you have for us. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Steve. Oh, are we a blessed family? have people that really care about us.
really care about us. It's the Father's heart that cares about us, and he conveys that through the tender heart of those that are here to serve us, to serve you. So I just thank you, Father. It is so wonderful. So we just bless you that are online. Uh, just be mindful. The 28th is the evening of atonement. So take these next nine days. Just ask the Father to restore the relationship. That's really what it's all about. Take these next days, and it's not about measuring up. It's not about looking at the past or where you failed. What your future is is that which is the fullness that the work that the Father has begun, he is going to complete. Who's going to complete it? Father. And that's through that relationship restored day by day by day. So for those of you who are online, we bless you. In Jesus' name, make sure you write it on your calendar and prepare yourself because uh, the decrees from heaven will be very apparent. Sean Wilder spoke about that silver sliver. God doesn't want anything to be hidden. He wants all mankind to know who he is and his ways. But I'll tell you what, the nations have an opportunity to come to an understanding of what it means to blow the trumpet in Zion and work our way towards that day of atonement. Because this time when Jesus comes, he's not going to cover our sin. He said he's come to remove our sin. So we bless all of you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.